The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. Hi, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Perrow columns for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers podcast. We've got another interesting one for you today, Lefroy Exploration, and we've got the Managing Director, Wade Johnson, to bring us up to speed on the latest from the exciting discovery last year of the Burns Copper Gold Porphyry, uh, 50 to 70Ks outside of Kalgoorlie, where the company has, uh, well, let's break it down. They've got the eastern uh, areas, uh, which is 100% Lefroy, and that's the one that contains the Burns Discovery. And they have what they call the Western JV with Goldfields, which is east of uh, Goldfields, 10 million, 10 million ounce St. Ives Goldfield, and not all that far from Silver Lake's uh, Mount Mungo Gold operation. Lots to uh, catch up with, and uh, so we won't mess around today. Wade, thanks uh, for coming on. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks very much, Barrett, and uh, great to um, be back having a chat with you about the exciting work and uh, exploration happening at uh, Lafroy. Right. Now, just just to recap for those who might not be uh, across the story, just give us a bit of a, a snapshot history of the uh, Burns discovery, and particularly, I guess, its unique uh, geological uh, characteristics. I, I guess, Barry, we, we we've been looking at the, the aeromagnetics of the area principally the eastern Lafroy area for some time. And we recognise a discrete annular magnetic feature. Um, this is the magnetic response from the rocks. Um, and we knew there was a target out there called Burns that had previously been explored by companies like uh, BHP, Newmont, and more recently by another company called Octagonal Resources. And we were able to secure that tenement through um, uh, a ballot. So we, we lodged an application. We won that tenement in the ballot. And we immediately got underway with exploration back in early January, basically January 2021. And straight in there, we drilled RC drilling uh, and got a fabulous discovery in hole LFR 260, fabulous gold copper intersection. And subsequent to that, we did lots of diamond drilling on a baseline drill section. And I guess learning from all that, we learned about this intriguing intrusion-related copper gold system we discovered with also with another metal called molybdenum so that was an exciting discovery we've made um, we did further drilling we did further rc drilling uh, we did an aeromagnetic survey which showed up more of these intriguing magnetic anomalies along a two kilometer three kilometer long corridor which we subsequently named um, flanders smithers um, lovejoy along a big long trend and we're drilling those as well. And last year, drilling those, we found more uh, anomalous concentrations of the copper, the gold, and molybdenum. And I guess that really put us on the, um, it put the whole Burns system on the radar as this is not just Burns itself, where we just did the drilling early last year and made that mm-hmm. fantastic discovery hole. But Burns is part of a much bigger, uh, what we call from our recent announce, the Burns Igneous Complex, a big system. Uh, and that's what prompted us to do this um, air core drilling we commenced in November, December last year. So it is an intriguing system. It's hosted by what we call diorite porphyry. Uh, we also get mineralisation in the, in the host basalts. But it's something different 
to anything I've seen in the eastern gold fields, uh, and in particular the concentration of copper we get in the system, mm-hmm. uh, and we get it over multiple rock types over a wide area. Um, and I guess speaking at a wide area, uh, until we started the drilling uh, late last year, the air core drilling, we were limited by the, the drilling that had been done only onshore, I call on land, yeah. and more recently we've stretched that drilling out to um, define the limits of the system out underneath uh, the big, the vast area of Lake Randall, a big salt lake. Yeah, okay. Now, uh, followers of the stock, and uh, we'll know well that uh, the stock took off big time last year in response to that, what was it, 38 metres at 7.6 grams a tonne and 0.56% copper. Um, lessons for everyone in this that uh, sometimes you get a hit like that and it might take time to tease out the fuller story, the bigger picture, which is, I guess is the point you're arriving at now with this uh, 2022 program you've been mapping out. Yeah, that's right, Barry. I mean, uh, that was a fantastic discovery that first, that was an RC hole, and then we followed that up with uh, an RC. Is a, is a different technique of drilling. It's wider diameter. It was all drilled dry. And then we subsequently followed that up with what we call what was diamond drilling, and we did multiple diamond drilling, diamond holes on that section we call the baseline section, the discovery section. And part of that was to twin the discovery hole, LEFR260, but also to learn much more about the system we found because it was interesting, really interesting. We're getting all this copper mineralization plus the molybdenite. Um, so we decided to do a lot of drilling on that um, baseline or discovery section. Let's understand the system. Uh, what's driving the mineral system? What's driving this copper mineralization? Why do we get silver? Why do we get molybdenum? What's so intriguing about this burn system? And we use that baseline information, multi-amid geochemistry, the geology, et cetera, to guide us to do more drilling along strike, do the aeromagnetics, and, and now pushing further afield out of beneath, um, the vast area of Lake, Lake Randall to find what is really the footprint of this burn system. How big is the, the copper gold system? Um, and how far does it extend? And I guess we're also conscious that Burns, it's a, where we've found that mineralization in LFR 260 is exciting. It's fantastic. It's high grade. It's got the copper, but mm-hmm. maybe the ore body could be under the lake. So that's why we're doing this footprint drilling uh, and looking further through way out into Lake Randall, which is never basically unexplored, um, to see how big this system is and can we generate uh, more or better anomalies than what we've found already at Burns. Right. And to that end, I think you've just announced an a air air core drilling program at Burns uh, to follow up the gold intersections beneath the, the lake, Lake Randall, that is. Yeah, that's right, Barry. In um, Dece- November, December last year, we started our basic, what I call my stage stage two program, which was the air core drilling on Lake Randall. Um, all the drilling we'd done previously was on the land and we recognised there was no drilling out in the lake, um, marginal to the Burns system. So we set about doing a air core program that commenced in November, December last year, immediately adjacent to the established burn system, LEFR260, on Lake Randall, but extending all the way um, north to other test other magnetic anomalies adjacent um, to Lake Randall, right up to uh, a place called Lovejoy. So we got those results, and results are, take a while to get through with the labs these days because of the um, demand mm-hmm. in the industry. And we just recently released this 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 week this these fantastic results we got from the air core drilling, which is basically geochemical exploration underneath the lake, 16 metres at 3.79 from 20 metres in LEFA, LEFA 1088. 
in 24 metres at 2.86 gold from 16 metres in LEFA 108.9. And 108.9 also finished in, in elevated copper, which is what we want to see. So this is just geochemical drilling, um, shallow uh, mm. and probing the rocks and the, the alteration and the geochemistry beneath uh, Lake Randall. So we got those results and we're fortunate we still had the lake rig um, in the area and we've brought that immediately back and it's um, already commenced infill drilling around those two exciting drill hits. So we're starting to drill closer space. So it's going to be 40 by 40. We're going to grid that area, grid drill it, uh, and that will form the basis of getting the geochemistry, the gold results, et cetera, uh, for follow-up deeper RC drilling, uh, which we've already scheduled and we're already seeking that RC, Lake RC rig, which is a specialised rig to get out to Lake Randall um, and thinking about getting that scheduled for April and May this year uh, to drill deeper into these yeah. regions. So uh, do you still have uh, samples uh, remain uh, pending from uh, the program late last year? Yes, we've still got uh, 71 holes. We're waiting on results for the November-December program from last year. And I expect them shortly. And we recommenced our air core drilling in, in late January this year. So we've still got, yeah, I think a, at least 3,000 samples at the laboratory um, that we're waiting on results. So I... I guess for Lafroid, there's a strong news flow coming through that we're, we're drilling and there's still a lot of results to flow through um, over the coming months. So um, I, I guess it's the demands of the industry and you just got to bear with it and put up with it. But um, it's still probably at least a two to three month wait for our assay results. Right. And is, Wade, is that uh, affecting how you, uh, where you drill next or have you got sufficient information to, you know, with your, your next round of drilling to um, go where... The results are leading you rather than just stepping beneath the uh, the salt lake. Well, at Burns in particular, we 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 know what we we see. We see the visual indicators of what what's a, a yeah. good diuretic mm -hmm. uh, alteration with the features, the geology that we know. Well, that looks good. Um, we like that. Uh, it's seeing it's got the right characteristics. Let's put another hole in. Let's follow it up. But we. Recognise yet there's a three-month wait for the results, so we've got to get in a position to have multiple targets to test out on Lake yeah. Randall, which we've got, and we are testing. And, and I guess it's just building that uh, portfolio of targets to ensure you've always got targets to test and, and there's a bit of a cycle, knowing in three months you're going to get results. And I think also thinking, knowing that uh, you, you plan for success and you've got to schedule the rigs as well. So you sort of, you're drilling a hole today, you're hoping, well, you're going to get great results. So you've got to think about, well, where am I going to get that rig in three months' time? And I guess it's keeping in con close contact with the drillers, which we do, um, and making the best ability to, to try and schedule mm. it best we can so we can secure a rig if we need to follow up straight away, which we've done. I mean, we were able to move within days of moving the lake, lake rig. We had it out of Lake Randall, and we moved it off the, the prospects we were drilling, moved it straight across back to Burns uh, within a couple of days, and we're drilling... Uh, around those significant intersections. So, um, yeah, it, it is a challenge, but you, I think you've got to work with the challenges. Yeah, for sure. So you've now defined this, uh, I think you've called it the Burns Corridor, where you've got um, obviously the Burns intrusion, but these uh, potentially, uh, are they confirmed porphyry systems along uh, the rest of the corridor or is it that uh, what remote sensing work is telling you? No, we continue to get uh, what we call, it's a diorite porphyry, uh, and we continue, I guess, the, the work we've been doing over the last year, and that was critical doing the, um, the multi-element geochemistry and the geology on those diamond holes. 
Uh, we're also involving uh, the Centre of Exploration Targeting down at University of Western Australia to help out um, sort of more research-orientated, uh, look at the age dating, um, chlorine content of appetites, for example. So more of that backroom research work we're doing, on, and we were able to find out that um, there's not just one porphyry, there are multiple porphyry dikes yeah. into, the, into, this, into this system. So it's not, that's why we call it a complex. It's not just one porphyry, it's multiple porphyries. There's also the bigger burns intrusion, and we're also seeing these other rocks which are excitus called lamprophyres. So they're all part of one big magmatic complex, about one big system. And I think we're seeing this over two kilometres, at least two kilometres. And from the drilling we've been doing, we're seeing the diorites over this two kilometres of strike. So, um, and we're seeing okay. the geochemistry, which is the copper. So um, it's uh, no, it's an exciting, uh, it's an exciting system, a, a very unique system. And, uh, and I guess part of doing the air core drilling we have been doing elsewhere in the lake is to, to put burns into context of the regional area because it, uh, the, the area does lack historical, a lot of it, historical drilling. So, um, mm-hmm. so we're doing that air core drilling now to put it all burns into perspective. Okay. So is it fair to say, everyone, yourself included, pretty excited last year, uh, now perhaps even more excited with what's uh, unfolding there? Uh, I would say very excited, Barry. Yes, mm-hmm. um, I, I guess we're seeing all those indicators, and uh, and I guess that the research work that, that the Senate, the CET, are doing, um, other things we see around the world, particularly looking at um, uh, similar systems, perhaps in in the Canadian Apatibi Belt, that's an Archean Greenstone Belt, recognizing mm-hmm. the work they're doing, any copper gold systems they're getting in similar rocks. Um, it is it is a unique system, and I think the work we're doing, particularly with this air core to show that the system is is much bigger than burns um, and the results we're getting from that, which showing the system is growing, I think it's uh, an exciting position we're in at the moment. For sure. Now, did I uh, see a reference to uh, the existence of a paleo channel carrying gold? Yes. Last year we uh, we drilled a couple of RC holes and it was part of the, the corridor drilling, but we, we had a, uh, an interesting uh, magnetic anomaly we called the burns intrusion. This is the big burns intrusion. Um, we have it in our announcements, and we decided to put one whole RC hole out there to to test the the concept, a proof of concept. One hole, it had very little, uh, had no RC drilling um, in it previously, so we set out there to do one RC hole. We put that down, and uh, we got uh, I think it was seventeen meters at one point seven in Paleo Channel. And Paleo Channel is a, is a later sequence of transported material, clays and sands that overlie the older rocks um, mm-hmm. and we got gold at the base of the channel, which is exciting. It's something new. Uh, it adds another flavour to the burn system. We're not only getting gold and copper in the bedrock, potentially we've got uh, the opportunity to get gold at the base of the channel. And that channel is about at least 2.5 kilometres through the burns area and outward uh, to Lake Randall and in areas we still haven't uh, we drilled yet. So. It just gives another flavour to the system, that, um, and it's something we will be drilling shortly. We've got drilling, RC drilling planned for March to test, uh, to scope out the mineralisation in the channel. So it's just a, another exciting um, part of the whole burns burn system. Yeah, okay. Do we know what what has been draining over the eons, or is it is it the St. Ives area, or the, has it come from the... Lake Randall side, or well, we have uh, mapped. We know that we call it the Lafroy drainage, uh, paleo drainage, which extends all the way from west of St. Ives, which is the 15 million ounce produced gold um, deposits around the St. Ives gold camp, 
that paleo channel or paleo drainage, an old river channel, meanders its way across the big Lake Lafroy, then ends up over Lake Randall, goes through Burns and into Lake Randall. So we're getting gold at the base of this channel at Burns. Um, and we know there's gold in the channels around the St. Ives um, mining camp. And there's one being mined at the moment called Neptune. Uh, that's paleo channel material uh, that gold fields are mining. And then at Burns, so we've got this interesting, very interesting intersection in, the, in, our, in our channel at Burns. And part of the, the, I guess, the work is to try and work out where did this gold come from at the base of this channel, um, whether we're upstream, whether we're downstream, um, or whether it's all shed from Burns. So um, this is the work we're doing in, uh, in March this month to scope out uh, the broader limits of this uh, RCE intersection we've got in the channel. So um, and to hmm. determine where the gold has come from. Okay, interesting one. Uh, now the Goldfields Joint Venture um, called Western Lafroy, but it's uh, east of the 15 million, 15 million ounce uh, St Ives Gold Camp. I said 10 million ounces before, so I stand corrected on that. Um, some big news there recently about the uh, gold fields uh, getting cracking on. I think it's a forty-six thousand meter, thirteen hundred hole program. That's uh, what's going on there. Correct, Barry. That's um, so they kicked off their uh, what's called a full field air core program uh, about the same time we did in in Lake Randall in, in January this year, uh, and that's underway. And and basically, a full field air core program is to cover the entire land area of the uh, the Western Lafroy joint venture with basically 400 by 400 air core drilling, which is vertical. Uh, these are vertical holes uh, probing the geology and geochemistry of that entire land area. And this complements all the work they did in similar technique they used in Lake Lafroy back in 2019, 2020. So it's a, it's a big, uh, early stage exploration program covering the entire land area of the joint venture with air core drilling um, to get the geology and the geochemistry and basically to look for the footprints of uh, gold deposits, um, the signatures in the regolith of, of gold deposits for follow-up RC and diamond drilling. Right. Obviously, the, the scale of the program tells me that uh, they obviously think it's worth doing. Correct. It's a, it's a big program. They like the area. Um, the geology, you know, it's got the favourable favorable uh, geology, um, and that's the Cambalda Kalgoorlie stratigraphy. Uh, it's got the right rock types, the structures. Um, it's a big area that's had, uh, that, that basically uh, lacks detailed exploration. It's had historical exploration, and I guess a patchwork of um, areas have been drilled in the past, but no mm. major, um, what we call, full-field air core program. That will get all the bottom of hole multi-element geochemistry, the gold, and then you put all that together with with the gravity data sets, the aeromagnetic data sets, and come up with targets for follow-up RC and deep diamond drilling. Good. Sort of stuff you guys love, huh? Yes, early yeah. stage, looking for the big new discoveries. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And uh, just refresh us on the terms of that joint venture. That's a, so that was commenced in June 2018, uh, and it requires Goldfields to spend $25 million over six years to get a 70% equity in the project. Mm-hmm. Um, and Goldfields earned that uh, 51% equity in the project by spending $10 million, and that was in June last year. And now they've, and at that point, they also elected to go to the next stage, which is a $15 million of expenditure um, over the final three years of the uh, the joint venture to get up to the 70%. So that's underway. And yeah, 
drilling's underway, spending lots of money and doing lots of exploration on the land, um, on the land area of the joint venture. Well, um, when we look at the market cap, roughly, say, $50 million, you think it, if I wanted to, could I mount an argument that the market cap is, well, could be covered by either or, uh, either the, the, the Goldfields joint venture or the, uh, uh, you know, the Eastern Lefroy? Um, so what do you think the market's waiting for here before giving a re-rate on the company? Oh, I think Barry. I mean, uh, we had that spectacular intersection last year, and uh, I mean, the market got very, very extremely excited by that uh, discovery hole at, at Burns, uh, and I guess it faded away and, and brought us back. But we continue to do exploration at, at Burns. We love the Burns system. We think it's got a long way to go, and that's why we're doing this exploration at the moment. And I guess all that work we're doing now is complemented by all the exploration um, by Goldfields and Western Lafroy. So I guess. Two big programs mm. looking for big ore bodies. I guess at Eastern Lafroy, we've got this intriguing burn system. We're getting the copper gold mineralization, and over in the east, Western Lafroy, where Goldfield's doing the big full field air core program. So a double opportunity um, to find a big ore deposit. And uh, mm. I guess we're well, well advanced with with the exploration we're doing on burns. I guess we found the burns copper gold system, and I, and I guess with burns, uh, I guess the flavour is the copper. There's a lot of copper in the system, and um, I think that's important to have the gold and the copper. Um, but I think, yeah, uh, I think the market's waiting on the next big discovery hole out of burns. But um, all part of the, the exploration program, the stage exploration we're doing uh, at burns at the moment. Yeah, a bit of copper does help. I know the a lot of the guys in WA don't like to hear it, but the two best. "Quote unquote gold mines in the country are, of course, uh, Cadia and Ernest Henry over here in the eastern states, where you get that copper gold mix, and with copper at what four dollars fifty a pound and gold US nineteen hundred there an ounce or thereabouts, it's a fairly magic mix if you can get the two going for you." Yeah, that's right. We're very conscious of that, Barry. I mean, uh, and that's the exciting area that burns, and, and compared to other. I guess uh, prospects in the eastern gold fields. This is this intriguing system we found mm. so close to Kalgoorlie. Um, logistically, it's very easy to get to, seventy kilometres from Kalgoorlie, easily accessible. Uh, and here we've got this thing that's got um, the system we found uh, that's got the copper and the gold, plus the silver. We get the silver and we get the molybdenum as well. So um, it's a very exciting system. Mm, okay. And just to round it off, uh, I think you did a placement in November, which. Uh took the cash kitty up to uh, more than six, $6 million. So the company's uh, well-funded for 2022 at least. Correct, yes. We did that mm. uh, raising in November last year, raised the $6 million so um, and well-supported. So it's probably one of the, the best raisings, biggest raisings we've had for some time um, or in the history of Lefroy. And, uh, yeah, definitely well-funded to do the to the exploration and we, work we're doing now at, at Eastern Lefroy. So we've got the capacity and the people uh, to do that work, given the, the, the big demands in the industry at the moment, and the drill rigs. Mm. Yeah, true. Okay, Wade, you've painted a fascinating story there for us, so uh, we'll all be watching with interest as 2022 unfolds, so good luck with it all, and thanks for your time today. Yeah, thanks very much, Barry. Cheers. Cheers.